Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Main of Your Own with me, Linda Moyo. And me, Claire Quonsa. So today's topic is what is professional hair? Where we're going to just have a talk about what our hair is like at work and our experiences. But before we do that, a little hair update. So hair update, I have taken my um, previous uh, Afro kinky extension twists out and had a very quick wash conditioned everything this morning, put it into smaller twists today. Um, trying a new product on it today. It's um, a Cantu moisturising hair cream, which so far feels quite nice. So we'll see how it how it turns out for the rest of the week. It looks very nice. Thank you. Um, no developments really with my hair. It's becoming an ongoing joke really but it was nice the other week we went to a calling all curls event didn't we we did indeed in manchester and i made a bit of effort for that i had my natural hair out i used loads of um, i think it was a cantu product actually as well and it was all moisturized and curly and nice and big um but i haven't touched it since then i think that was what a week ago a week ago it looks great yeah um so I haven't actually done anything with it apart from wearing it in a kind of pineapple since then because I've been moving house. <laughs> so I can't find any of my products. I can't find anything. So um, it's just sort of dried out now. But I am going to uh, hopefully wash it today and revive it. So professional hair, um, probably quite a wide reaching topic. Um, but I know there was a story a couple of years ago about a lady who, um, I think it was a tweet that went viral because it said, if you Google the phrase professional hair, um, you'll get one set of images, mostly of white women with straight hair. Mm. And if you Google unprofessional hair, you're more likely to get um, lots of images of black women with big really? afros and, and wavy hair as well. So I guess that leads us on to our topic in terms of can yeah. afro hair be professional slash unprofessional? What, what do you... What do you think of when we say professional hair? Do you know what? I think probably just hair that is um, tidy, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be straight um, versus curly. Just if it's in a style, it just needs to be, you need to have committed to the style. (laughs) So no kind of, you know, um, how could I explain? Okay, I'll often wear braids to um you know as a protective style but i do get a sense that once they start to get messy and you know my just <laughs> dusty roots dusty roots we've all been there we've all been there um, when i do get the dusty roots as much as i try to hide them that then my hair looks unprofessional yeah um so i don't think i could define what is a professional hairstyle um but in my sense it's kind of just whatever style it is that you've got yeah just try not to have a, a too messy version of yeah. it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you, but I think it's taken me a while to sort of accept that for me. I think over time, I'm, I must have just been brainwashed into thinking otherwise because, well, quite a big confession. The job that I currently do, I've worked there five years now and it's a big, big company and... You know, I really wanted the job, really keen to get through, obviously, interview and everything. And um, I can say that I 
consciously straightened my hair for that interview. I did it on purpose. I wouldn't normally wear my hair straight, Mm. but I did that because I just felt like I didn't want to do anything which might affect my chances. Yeah, and I guess you don't want it to be almost like a distraction. Yeah, like, oh, look who's just walked into the room, hair. I just (laughs) wanted it to be that they'd remember me for what I was saying, what my CV said, that kind of thing. And yeah, I didn't want my hair to be the event, basically, which I'm sure if I told my boss that now, because obviously I did get the job, he would, I know that he would just be like, what? Because actually in the years to follow, as I've kind of found my feet in that, <laughs> in that job, uh, they've seen all sorts of hairstyles. I've had pink braids, I've had faux locks, uh, big afro, you name it, I've had it. And I've only really ever had compliments, even from really senior people. Um, So I think he would think, and he's a white male, I think he would think that it was bizarre that I even considered my hair, but I just couldn't take that risk. No, and I think think that's a valid point because I think actually a lot of people would probably um, resonate with that that argument as well. I mean, I, even though I'd say, you know, as long as your hair is tidy, it's fine. I'd, I'm fully aware that there are lots of professions and things where people can be a bit more conscious of hair. You know, I, like yourself, work in the media, for want of a, yeah. <laughs> of a better phrase. And it's probably seen as being a bit more creative and a bit more um, accepting of people that might have a, a, a funkier <laughs> style mm. or something. So in my workplace, for example, I have more recently um you know rocked my natural hair completely out but i think probably like you to be honest i've probably only become more comfortable doing that once i've almost established myself in the workplace so yeah. that you've built up your career people know that you you, you can do the job mm. um and so you can then feel comfortable to to just be you almost yeah i wonder if maybe people experience this kind of a feeling with other things as well um like I don't know, showing that they've got a tattoo or yeah. um, wearing the type of clothes that they really like to wear versus turning up for interview looking really corporate yeah. in what they think that company might like. But I do think it's a bigger issue for black women because our hair is there, you know. Exactly. It's not something we've added on. It is just part of who we are and um, it makes it more tricky, I think. And I guess we're all conscious of the fact that some people do still judge people based on their appearance yeah. or will have um you know the connotations that might be that they might associate with certain hairstyles and certain looks so we just don't want to um fall victim to that really you know whether we fit into a particular stereotype or not yeah. we just want to make sure that <clears throat> excuse me that we aren't falling into those into those stereotypes and ticking those boxes for those people yeah and so what's um what's your experience of uh, colleague reactions to your hair not necessarily just in the job you're currently in but throughout your career any sort of standout moments or things that you sort of remember people um I think generally people have always been fairly positive about my hair whilst I'm in the workplace um I think there'll be some people that might have said oh they've preferred it when it's maybe been a straighter style mm. uh, I I say a few years ago, it's probably quite a long time now. I went through a phase of um, straightening it with a hot comb sometimes, and it's just in a short, sleek bob. Mm. And there were a few people that would just kind of say, Oh, yeah, I really, really like it like this, mm. you know, almost nudging me to say, Keep it like that. Yeah, see, I don't think 
for example, white women get that as much. Not at Maybe all. it's because they wouldn't change their hair as much, but I just don't think it comes up in the same way because I've had that too. I've actually had the opposite where it's, if I wear my hair like Scary Spice yeah. sort of thing, you know, old school Scary Spice style, big, um, there, there was one particular person who always used to say, oh, you should wear your hair like that all the time. And I thought, I'll, I'll wear my hair how I want. And actually, are you then saying that the other week when I wore the braids that took me 10 hours to do, that didn't look as good mm. to you, did it not? Basically, I don't want your opinion. I didn't yeah. ask for your opinion. Don't comment on my look. You're not doing it to anybody else. Exactly. But there's a kind of, I don't know, because maybe it's just of s- such interest to people because they they don't see as many people with hair like that, I don't know, they want to say something? No, I know what you mean. Um, when I um, first, I think it was probably about a couple of years ago, I remember, probably actually it's when I went back to work after my um, second child, uh, that was when I, I think I was much more comfortable with having my hair out. And I remember the first time I went in with my hair fully out, it was a very good twist out, by the way. And, um, you know, the, the reaction was really, really positive. Like lots of people say, oh, wow, Claire, your hair looks really, really, really cool, looks really funky or whatever. But some people did say, oh, you should wear your hair like that more often. But then at the same time, as whilst I appreciated the compliment, I thought, do I need to take direction from you on how I should have my hair? Yeah, exactly. And we've been talking about my hair for 20 minutes now. Can we stop? <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess aside from people, giving their opinions obviously we do hear stories that are a bit a bit more worrying than just passing on opinion don't we in terms of people being told their hair is their natural hair is unprofessional yeah well there was um an article in uh the metro actually it was um toby who's the founder of black ballad she did a little article for them on this very topic um, and she referred to a example that had happened this summer. So it was this girl who applied to work, applied to get work through a temp agency. And this particular temp agency um, had listed no dreadlocks, braids and beards in their sort of policy. They're called temp tribe, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. Yep. Um So it just says the company has 1,500 staff and around 3,400 clients supplying waiters, bar staff and porters for events. So interesting that it's um, a temp agency that provides for events. It's Mm. all about like your presentation and stuff, isn't it? And they just felt clearly that um, certain things were just off limits and dreadlocks and braids being part of that. But what she obviously in that article sort of wrote about that particular girl's experience and how she was shocked at that. But what stood out to me, because the the article, as I said, appeared in the Metro, it was the reader comments that came after it. The the majority of them that I was reading was so negative um, and I just wanted to read one out so we could kind of talk about it. So this one person said, if your job involves high standards of presentation, then you should expect to meet those standards. While you cannot to personally dress and present yourself in your individual style, don't expect employers to lower their standards. There are plenty of white people who have tattoos, hairstyles, body adaptions, etc., of their choice that would not be suitable for this job and they have no right to complain. This should apply the same to minorities or religion as most body styles and looks like these are optional. Thoughts? <laughs> where to begin where to begin um lowering of standards 
To be honest, I find that quite insulting. So, right, me wearing braids in my hair is suddenly lowering standards just because yeah. So I don't meet your expectations as a white person. Is that saying that Caucasian straight hair is the highest of standards yeah. um, of styles to wear? Mm. Thanks for that. Um, I think as well it's really ignorant because people seem to, I think people seem to underestimate sometimes that this is not a look. It's not to be trendy. It's not necessarily exactly. to be a certain fashion way exactly. or whatever. This is maintenance and yeah. caring for your hair because our hair is not as easy as just brush it into a ponytail. Exactly. It's done. Um, that braids is our equivalent of that. Um, so yeah, the comments were just quite. It's upsetting. scary that people still think that way, um, and so many people, yeah, as well, exactly. Because this was one of many comments, exactly. And again, it just shows how much people can judge others based purely, you know, on their hairstyle. Um, you know, I get that if you are working in certain industries, then your presentation is important. Um, and maybe you know, if there are kind of People often say, especially with like food and drink stuff, there are hygiene reasons. But you know what? You can t- still tie your hair back when it's in braids. The braids aren't mm. the issue as long as they're not hanging in, in someone's food. Actually, it's not the braids that are the issue. <laughs> yeah, and actually when your hair is in braids, it, it's not molting out, is it? You exactly. Know, it's I actually mean, more hygienic. Let's be honest. I do think that Caucasian hair probably sheds much more yeah, on a daily basis yeah. than Afro hair Just does. Just because it is out. Exactly. Yeah. And because it's more silky, I guess. So, yeah. And in regards to that particular temp agency, I think that they probably, like we were saying with the schools thing the other week, um, they need to sort of review their policy because it seems a bit out of date. Well, never in date, to be honest. Exactly. But, you know, it, I think that it was seems like the type of thing that was probably written a long time ago. and Definitely really insensitive. It's just... Yeah. And also not really thinking about religion as well, because as we know, like dreadlocks, often yeah. it's, you might be Rastafari and that's why you have that. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's a sad state of affairs, to be honest. Um, but as with everything, the more we talk about it, perhaps the more companies that still do have silly policies like this will take note, I suppose. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think it's not just, um, obviously... This was an example of um, a temping agency. It sounds like they did more kind of service roles. Mm. But you hear stories about people in, I guess, kind of uh, more highly esteemed professions. So mm. kind of whether they are lawyers or, um, you know, people working in the financial sector as well. There still tends to be that pressure to mm. have straight um you know, to have straight hair and to look a certain way. So it's still quite widespread, I think. Mm. Um, the thing about that as well is... I don't we don't even need those pressures from actual workplaces, you know, set out rules. I think we feel those pressures anyway, even when they're not there. It's like true. I was saying with my yeah. job. No one ever said to me, You must wear your hair straight if you want to get this job. But I looked around that workplace, realised that I stood out as different yep. and wanted to just blend in and be known for being good at my job rather than anything else. Um so we don't need all that because it's already there. So how would you feel, though, if, um, obviously, you know, when you went for your interview, you had your hair straight and um, now you can have your hair however you want and everything's good. Mm-hmm. But what if, you know, you were to have a change of management or something or you were to go and find a new job and they did actually say, you know what, Linda, I really like your big funky hair, but <laughs> do you think you could tame it down a little bit? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um yeah i'd have to 
it would be a it would be an argument then, wouldn't it? Because I I wouldn't be able to leave that now. I think I've become more confident over mm. the years. Maybe when I was younger, I'd probably be upset about that mm. and want to just run away. But um, now, with everything that I know about my hair and all the rest of it, I just wouldn't stand for that and I'd make a big issue of it and probably end up in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, what about you? I think I'd be the same, actually. I think maybe years ago I might have... I probably would have questioned it. That's just the type of personality that I am, but I probably wouldn't have kicked up a fuss too much. Um, I'd have questioned it, probably gone home and got upset. Um, but then I think now, being the person that I am now, I probably would definitely make Challenge an argument um, yeah. about it because it is unfair. It is, you know, it's discrimination, really. If people can't think of a, a good, valid reason as to why a certain hairstyle doesn't work that's not just based on their own perceptions or stereotypes or anything, yeah. then they don't really have a right to, no. to question it. I think um, like when I had my pink braids... I did go into work thinking I'm pushing it a bit here, <laughs> pushing it. And so if it had been something like that, not yeah. the braids, but can you just not have pink hair? Yeah. I'd get that. That would be all right, in my opinion, because that would be the same rule for everybody, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of just the actual black hairstyle. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's when a rule is set that is only really going to be relevant to a particular mm group that's when it becomes you know a bit more discriminatory isn't it you know the pink hair mm. can be applicable to to do, anyone and everyone i wonder if um, do you think this has become more of an issue since more white people or at least non-black people um have started uh wearing uh black hairstyles i guess so Ooh. you know like you see it don't you in the press yeah it's a lot about cultural appropriation Different debate, obviously, but um, someone like Kylie Jenner mm. or, Card you know, the Kardashians, all those, they're wearing cornrows, for example. Yeah. You know, they suit them, they look great, whatever. But then I suppose that filters down into just um, your average Joe who then wants to wear her hair like that too. And maybe in the workplace, then that might be more picked upon because it's really very different for actually. them. But then the, the backlash of that is that it would affect everybody because how can you say she can't wear cornrows? But she can. But she can because she's black. Well, it's a different hair type, isn't it? That's what exactly. I'd say. It's but... a different hair type. And like you said as well, it's, often it's been done for a different reason. Yeah. Um, it's to do with hair maintenance, become... hair protection. Yeah, versus fashion. Yeah. But I think that has probably complicated it. Totally. Complicated the issue a little bit. Um because we want equality and fairness, but then yeah. at the same time, it can then sometimes mean... Mm, the lines are becoming blurred. It's probably, I reckon, more of an issue for our last topic, which was about school, uh, kids. It's probably more of a problem in schools, I'd imagine, than workplaces, because, I mean, I've not seen anybody rock up in cornrows that's not black <laughs> in the workplace, have you? <laughs> not recently, no. But it's coming. <laughs> But no, I think you're right, probably more so in schools. I mean, I remember kind of being younger in school and especially after the summer holidays, a lot of girls would come back with yeah, you know, the braids and the yeah, hair and the beads, beads at the end. Yeah, from Tenerife. Um, yep. Uh, and I'm thinking, I've been doing that for years, girls. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. not new. Um, and to be honest, actually, I think at my school, 
that actually when, when girls did come to school with their hair like that, they probably were told to take it out. Now that I look back, I think they probably were, but uh, I think they probably knew that they were pushing it anyway, so didn't say anything or say, oh, but Claire's got her hair in braids all the time. Mm. Um, that, that's an interesting one. It'd be interesting to see how that pans out, though, now in schools, if they are going to be stricter about it or will they mm. let more people have that style? Yeah, exactly. The other thing that I wanted to touch on was... So once you're in your job and they've accepted you for who you are, <laughs> what um, have you ever have had much experience with colleagues and how they are just day to day with your hair? Because I have found throughout my career that there's been more than one incident of being in very professional situations like meetings and mm. things where not even someone that I dislike, but yeah. someone I actually like. And in, I guess in their view, they're just being uh, friendly and nice to me, but that they will, if I have braids or something, they will just touch the braids, like grab them. Not not grab them in a horrible way, but just like, oh, Ooh, yeah. oh these braids, <laughs> how long did it take you? And then, and then before I know it, they're just like caressing me. <laughs> and uh, I've, I'm still yet to find a way to deal with that. But I actually, um, I've been doing some work uh, at work um, with HR, uh, sort of like a bit of a kind of diversity thing. Yeah. Just basically discussing um, certain issues. And I mentioned th- that to um, someone in HR at work and they were like, well, that is, that is like some a, a reason to come to HR, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it's not okay. That is invading your personal space. It totally If that is. was someone, you know, touching any other part of your body, um, You'd that, totally go and complain about it. You would you? totally it'd be harassment or whatever it might be. Um, and I, I just was like, right, I never thought of it like that. Well, I did think of it like that, but I didn't think that you would see it like mm. that. But she actually did, which was which was great. But then again, it's drawing big attention to like yeah. your difference, <laughs> and you just kind of want to brush these things under the carpet and pretend that they didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really had anyone touching my hair at work, but. In in the day, to be honest, it probably was the pre-child days when I think I'd changed my hair all the time. Mm. Um, so it was almost like, um, you know, it was a constant running joke, to be honest. You know, oh, Claire's changed her hair again. Oh, what, what's it this week? You know, it was something that was all, I guess it was always on people's mind, you know, coming in on a Monday, mm. what's her hair going to be like? And yeah, yeah. that conversation was never had about, you know, the people no. that bought shoes every weekend or something. Yeah. But I was a focus of attention in terms of what does her hair look like? Oh, it's short now, it's long now, it's straight now, it's curly now, you know, and it, regardless in the workplace or at meetings and things, even with um, with clients and stuff, it would still be a topic of conversation in terms of what my hair is going to be like. Yeah, interesting. There's another article actually that I was reading um, on uh, the Man Repeller site. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a lady called Antonia from Unruly, which is another website, um, And she sort of summed this up perfectly. She said, my hair is an event. When I worked at an ad agency, each change from Fulani braids to Bantu knots to weaves would come with an onslaught of very big reactions and questions, which I usually welcomed. Outside of the workplace, my hair texture makes national news. And within the black community, the way I style my hair and my texture du jour are sometimes used as a way to categorise me or size me up. And then she sort of ends it with saying, our hair defies gravity after all. Why wouldn't people be awed? Which I think 
it is it does come back to that for me because I do gen- genuinely think you know I enjoy my job and I have enjoyed my job before that as well and most of the time I'd say 90% of the time when someone says or does something I th- I think that they have good intentions yeah they just don't think about it from my point of view yeah. and it really is like they're just amazed by what our hair can do. What it can do, yeah, the variety. And also a bit jealous. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I think it's true. I think there's definitely, we, as negative as we can be about it in terms of mm. oh, you know, people touching or commenting on it, often it does come from a good place and people you know, can be fascinated by mm. it and, yeah, a little bit jealous of the fact that our hair is so versatile yeah. as well. I guess people just need to be aware that not every black woman wants her hair to be a thing. Yeah. Totally. I actually don't mind too much in some ways because I obviously I blog about my hair, I do videos about my hair. It's clearly my thing, you know. <laughs> and I like people asking me questions about it. But that's that I'm you know, I'm probably a minority in that sense. I don't think, you know Yeah, I don't think I get frustrated about it if people talk about it. I mean, you know, I'm conscious of it, but it doesn't bother me, probably because I know it comes from a good place. I can laugh about it now or with yeah. other people um but i think it's important when people are you know touching somebody's hair or you know, talking about the fact that they've changed their hair for the 10th time in as many months just think about it from that person's perspective because they might not like it mm, exactly when i kind of think about women that i know in not necessarily know personally but you know that are in the spotlight because of their powerful position in their yeah. job or whatever i can't actually think of many that wear their hair natural or in a protective style. I feel like a lot of them at that level have their hair straight. Yeah, definitely. Would you agree with that? I, I totally agree with that. So, you know, people in the public eye in high high roles or even, you know, in, in just generally, you know, the gen, members of the general public, they're in senior roles. I know somebody who um, has quite a senior role um, in a, in a council, in a city council and, for I think for about the first year, maybe two years of her job, she wore a wig. Actually, it was a straight. Mm. Um, yes, actually, she had a straight one, and I think it was a slightly wavy one, but they were of pretty much the same length, so that it looked like if she wore the straight one one day, oh, her hair's just been straightened. If she wore the wavy one another day, it's like oh, you know, it's just just happens to be wavy. Um, and it's only been I think more recently that actually she has started to wear her hair um out but still it's tends to be kind of scraped back and mm. under control for want of a better phrase um and i think even she still says that now people will still comment to say oh why why did you cut your hair off even though she didn't cut her hair off she just took the wig off um and people will comment on it now so it's a shame that somebody in a high power position feels the pressure to have to literally hide her hair. That's the hair that's on her head. She's having to hide it um, just to to suit other people's preferences, really. Yeah, but it does happen, doesn't it? Like, look, I was thinking, like, look at Diane Abbott. Yeah, totally. I don't think. Like, imagine her with an afro, or imagine her with braids. You just can't. No, because she's she's always had this sort of same sort of hairstyle, and it's always been there. We've always known her with. That hair. Yeah, and I wonder if her colleagues sort of in the political world would think differently about her if she had her hair different. I Who think knows? they probably would. Mm. But then I guess in the political world as well, there's people like um, Dawn Butler. 
Right. Is that her name? Who I think she has dreads, I think. Um, they always look extremely neat. Again, keep it neat. Um, yeah. So I think it's quite nice to see somebody who, you know, she's not got as high a profile as Diana, but obviously because she's been around for um, for decades doing great work. But I think it's nice to see somebody who has got um, a profile embracing her hair as it is. Mm, I've just Googled her. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she has great hair. <laughs> um, I was also thinking as well, like um, on the kind of Hollywood scene. Yeah. I think I'm right in saying that Tandy Newton did an article quite a while back on on about her hair. Probably, I think it was on her on her own website. Yeah, and I'm sure that she said that she. I mean, she made the point of that she's going to grow out her chemical relaxer to be partly to be a good, better role model, I guess, to her children and to show that there's nothing wrong with your natural curly hair, etc. But I'm sure she also made the point that it's difficult in the acting world because. And I guess a lot of actors of all different races would would have this problem of um, being typecast and needing a certain look to get parts. Um, And even though the interview I read with her was quite a few years ago now, I've noticed of late she seems to be wearing her hair straight again. (laughs) So (laughs) whether or not that's to do with filming or just through because she wants to, I don't know. But it is interesting when you think about films, how little texture you see, it does tend to be straight hair, I think. No, you're right. I think generally, um, and it, that's probably go for a long time now, growing up, you'd see, you know, when you did see black women on TV and in films, generally people did have straight mm. wavy hair, um, which now with the knowledge that we have, we realise that a lot of them had weaves or wigs on their heads yeah. and it wasn't necessarily their own hair but it's true generally we are still there's still so much more the majority of women that we do see will be having will have straight hair on their heads um but it's nice that gradually we are starting to see more people with with natural hair so people like you know i think lupita is yeah. probably someone that springs to mind yeah right yeah. now um which is great. We just want to see more of it. I can't imagine Lupita with straight hair. Neither can I. It's just, it just looks <laughs> weird. I mean, she might, she'll probably do it at some point and she'll look great. But yeah, I think um, it, that industry has sort of allowed her to be her true self. True. But, but then there'll be a negative to that as well. It's true. And I guess also the role that, was it 12 Years a Slave yeah. that made her famous? Mm. She probably wasn't going to have yeah. a weave on her head then. So yeah. she was cast in a role where she had to have natural hair. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, when it's a role that's not like that. Maybe exactly. she's a rom-com. Will they allow her to just exactly. still be like that? It's, it is. It's very interesting. I also think, just thinking of other careers and things as well, like in the modelling world, that's yep. another interesting one. You look at someone like Naomi Campbell, who oh, has gosh. been in the game forever. forever. And the damage that's been done as a result. I know. And it's because clearly over the last, how long has she been going? 20, 30 years or something? She's not had the right hairdressers, probably at the start of her career more so. Um, they don't know what they're doing with her hair. They, I'd imagine they want her to have that straight look yep. back then especially. Um, and in trying to achieve that, she's got all sorts of traction damage, alopecia. hasn't she, and alopecia yeah. underneath. Um, she has sort of done covers with a big afro and things as like a bit of a novelty, I mm. think. But it's funny that it, it sort of ended up that way with her because she seems such a powerful lady, but clearly 
no, it's taken a while to get there. And unfortunately, the damage has been done. Um, and I know there's been a few models that have spoken out about that. Mm. I think Jordan Dunn yes. said something about how basically the industry d- just doesn't uh, have the right hairdressers for In place. No, for not at hair. all. No. So they make it easy for themselves and say, right, okay, then if you've got a weave on your head, it's easy for them to to style. Not thinking about the fact that it could be, you know, if it's not being done properly, it could be pulling at someone's hair and, and yeah. damaging it. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, I was just reading here. Um, she was. This is Jordan Dunn. She was saying that um, black models, black models, still have it especially tough in the industry. Um, you know, over other races, basically, and it's to do with not makeup artists not knowing how to work with black skin and hairdressers not knowing how to work with black hair. And um, she said, I remember walking in and they would be free, but they would turn their backs as though they were busy doing something else because they didn't know what to do. <laughs> they were scared. My thing was, look, it's only hair. Wow. If you're a hairstylist, you should be able to do all types of hair. It isn't hard to know what, that too much heat is not good, that water makes it frizz, etc. So, um, yeah, it's um, it seems to be an issue that affects all professions, I think. It is, definitely. And I guess it's in different ways. almost ironic that people that are in an industry where they're meant to be celebrated for their beauty yes the hair is still hidden it's like celebrated for your beauty apart from that bit exactly because you just just hide that away (laughs) yeah no absolutely if you have an interesting story about your professional hair and what people have said to you um, in the workplace we'd love to hear it so you can tag us on social media on hashtag main of your own yeah and um that's all for us this week but we'll be back again in a couple of weeks for another episode on all things to do with afro hair thank you bye bye